A lot of people use the terms free software and open source software interchangeably, but really they have quite different foundations and come from different movements. In this episode, we're going to talk about the differences between the free software movement and the open source software movement. Welcome to Copec Explained Software, the podcast where we make computing intelligible. This week, we're talking about open source software versus free software. And we've done a prior episode on the open source software movement, and I'm going to link to that in the show notes. It's a good primer before this episode. Let's start this episode with just a definition. What do we mean when we say the free software movement? So the free software movement, and again, a lot of this history is back in our earlier episode on the open source movement because the open source movement split off from the free software movement in the late 1990s. But the free software movement goes back to the early 1980s and a man named Richard Stallman, who's still very involved in it today, who founded the movement and also founded the GNU project, which was a project to create a free alternative to the Unix operating system. For contrasting today, I think it's important we go back to the original free software definition. There are four essential freedoms in the free software definition. One is the freedom to run the program as you wish for any purpose. That's called freedom zero, because in computing, we start counting at zero. Basically, anyone can use a software program that's free for any reason that they want to use it for. Freedom one is that you can inspect how the software works, which is essentially looking at the source code. I want to come back to that a little bit later, because that's what people associate with open source, but open source really means a lot more than that. Freedom number two is the ability to redistribute the software however you want to. So you have a copy of the software, you can give a copy to somebody else. If you want, you can actually charge for a copy. You can do whatever you want, but anyone else who has the software has those same freedoms. And then the last freedom is freedom three, which is the ability to modify the software and then give those modifications to other people. So any software license that has those four freedoms is considered free software. So what about open source? What do we mean when we say that? So the open source movement was really a branding effort that split off from the free software movement in the late 1990s. And an organization founded to kind of host it called the Open Source Initiative came out with its own definition called the open source definition. For most purposes, the open source definition and the free software definition are basically the same. In fact, all of the popular licenses used for open source software today like the MIT license, the Apache license, the BSD license, the the GNU GPL, the LGPL, are all both open source licenses and free software licenses, meaning that they meet both definitions. So I'm going to link to the open source definition as well as the free software definition in the show notes. You can go look at the specifics about how the free software definition is a little bit more general than the open source definition, which is a little longer and has a little bit more of specifics within it. But for the purposes of our discussion today, they're essentially the same. Yes, we can go talk about the really rare license that happens to be open source, but doesn't meet the free software definition, because that's how it tends to be, because the free software definition is more general. There will be some specialized licenses that are considered open source, according to the open source definition, but don't meet that more general criteria and so are not considered free software licenses. But I don't think that's as interesting as talking about why there are two movements to begin with and why one split off from the other. So let's talk about it. What 
What is the difference? The main difference is that folks who are in the free software movement are more interested in the philosophy of freedom. They're more interested in the moral cause, the belief that all software should be free. People in the open source movement are more about how well does the software work, that this way of building software is a better way of building software. They're more interested in the technical merits of building software this way instead of feeling like they're on a moral crusade. Now, these are generalizations. Of course, there are people who feel very morally strong about the idea of the open source definition or in the open source software movement. And there are people in the free software movement who feel, well, this is just a better way of building software, and that's their main motivation for being in the movement. But they started out as one movement, and open source split off from free software in the late 1990s because the focus, they felt, was not great for branding. They felt this kind of moral crusade was not a way to get big companies involved in the movement. It had a lot to do with the adoption of Linux. Linux was really on the rise in the late 1990s, and big companies were thinking about adopting it. But sometimes big companies would be scared off by the kind of moral crusade of the free software movement. They felt, well, we make proprietary software. We don't want to get involved in something that says, well, all software should be free. And remember, we're talking about free as in speech, not free as in beer. Although for practical purposes, most software that is free software or open source software is available at no cost. But when we're using the word free, just like you heard about the four freedoms earlier, those four freedoms have to do with philosophy, not with price. So a lot of it, or what it really comes down to, is this like the motivation behind them. And it sounds like open source almost comes from a more practical lens. How are we building the best things? And that this is the way we build the best software. Um, whereas the free software movement was much more concerned with the motivation behind it and about really spreading this message of freedom. That's right. Yeah. And so you're going to find that folks in the free software movement tend to be a lot more zealous. They tend to feel like they're on a mission and they want to convert people over to the side of believing that all software should be free. Whereas people in the open source movement tend to be a lot more compromising. They'll say, you know what, if there's proprietary software out there and it works really well, I'm willing to use it. Whereas you'll find people in the free software movement who will say, I won't use any software if it's not free software. Because for them, it's about the morality of the software. Now, that's a philosophical debate in and of itself. We don't have to assume that they're right, right? We don't have to assume that there's a moral issue here and that all software should be free. But to better understand why they feel that way, I think it's important to look at the original writings of Richard Stallman. And I'm going to link to an essay he's written that's specifically on this topic about why he believes the free software movement is right and the open source m movement is too compromised. Do folks get, uh, I don't know, frustrated or upset when they are use the terms interchangeably when they have some real difference? They really do. And specifically, the term open source is not as well understood by the general software public because the term can so easily be misunderstood. If you just hear it, open source, what you think that means is just source code is available. And that has how in the zeitgeist, the general public has started to think about it. It's just, oh, if the source code is available, it's open source software. But actually, if you look at the open source definition, like we mentioned earlier, it's very close to the free software definition. So a lot more things come along with that, including how you're able to redistribute the software, what you're allowed to do in terms of using the software for any purpose. 
So the open source definition is actually much more than just the source code is available. And that confusion leads people to get very frustrated with the way the open source movement gets portrayed. At the same time, there's also confusion in the free software movement because of that word free. That word free to most people means no cost, but they're really using it in the way of like free speech. And there's been debates in the movement of using other words, and sometimes you'll hear the word libre, like libre software, and that kind of works in some languages, but it doesn't work in every language. And for a long time, they've been thinking, is there a better term than free? And nobody's come up with anything that's really better than free. Now, you'll also see people combine the two terms together. So you'll see terms like FOSS, F-O-S-S, free and open source software, or FLOSS, free, libre, open source software. Those terms combine the two terms and they apply, like we said, to all the popular licenses. So 99.9% .9 of open source software, we could also call FOSS or FLOSS. It's also free software. So those terms are sometimes used for the organization of conferences. We'll say it's a conference about free and open source software, or there's a repository that's about free and open source software. So people are willing to use the two together. But ultimately, these are still two different movements. The open source movement split off from the free software movement because they wanted to promote marketing, technical achievements, and try to, and they thought using this other term would improve adoption. Whereas the free software movement never wavered from its original moral crusade. One of the things that I find interesting about the free software movement and about Richard Stallman's article or essay was that within the free software movement, there's like this expectation that you're going to educate others about the movement. And that, I think, is also a, almost like a cultural difference between the free software and open source movement. That's right. It feels a lot more like a crusade. If you feel something is morally correct, of course, you want other people to be morally correct as well. If you think about it, it's kind of like somebody who's part of a religious movement, right? If they really think, you know, sometimes you're like, you know, they come up to your house, they come to you on the subway or something. It just happened to us the other day, actually. We were in the supermarket and somebody came over to us in the supermarket and they said, what do you know about women's relationship to God? And, you know, really when I'm in the supermarket, like, that's not really what I'm looking for. <laughs> um, and, but at the same time, you know, I understand why people do that. Now, I know a lot of people get really annoyed by that, but I kind of get it, right? If you're really convinced that this is what you have to do for your own salvation or for your own morality, of course you're going to go up to people and try to convince them to. You think you're doing them a favor. You think you're helping them. And so if you're really convinced in that way, I get it. And it kind of makes sense that you're going to go proselytize. And I think that's true in the free software movement, too. There's a lot more advocacy outside of the movement trying to get people into it than I think comes out of the open source movement. By the way, open source movement is so big today, right? Every big company uses open source software. In some sense, it's kind of one, but people don't think about the morality of the software as much. So I actually think, ironically, even though the free software movement is where everything started, the open source movement that split off from it has been very successful in rebranding things and in concentrating on the technical merits instead of on the philosophy. But that said, I understand why they proselytize. They proselytize because they really believe it. They're true believers, a lot of the people in the free software movement. And so of course they wanna convince you because they want you to be moral too. And so I, I'm not upset with them for doing that. Uh, sometimes people find them kind of annoying, but they're doing it because their heart is in the right place. But every person has to decide for themselves if they really buy into 
this morality? Do they really believe that all software should be free? I'm not going to tell you where I stand, but I want you to go check out these definitions, read the essays of Richard Stallman, and decide where you stand. Because no question about it, this movement has had a huge impact on the entire world of software. So let's summarize a little bit. And for practical purposes, when it comes down to the software, there's a whole lot of overlap between free, the free software movement and the open source software movement. Yeah, and the definitions are almost the same. There's some really slight differences because the free software definition is more general and the open source definition is more specific, but 99.9% .9 of free software is also open source software. So the difference comes down to the motivation behind it. The free software movement is really motivated by what is moral and what is just and about the freedom and protecting the freedom of software users. Right. Whereas the open source movement is more about the technical merits and how can we get open source software in as many places as possible. And the open source folks more tend to be willing to compromise, whereas the free software movement is more about every piece of software should be free. All right. Thanks for listening to us this week. Rebecca, how can people get in touch with us on Twitter? We're at Copec Explains, K-O-P-E-C-E-X-P-L-A-I-N-S. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye.